We are I. I have generally resisted talking about COVID on this podcast for, you know, quite a long time now, not necessarily intentionally, but, you know, it just has organically gone that way that there's just been better things on the mind to talk about. And, you know, hopefully that we are on the other side of this, just inundating our lives every day, which I think that this is just a little bit of a groundswell where some of these real obtuse politicians are going to start um, introducing these these policies, these measures, these you know digital apps, these you know different tracking things into our our daily life to be able to say you know under the guise of you know COVID and everything that happened and and all the control that was gained during it. But the part that I find that very interesting right now, you know, say. Andrew Brigden of, uh, you know, an MP in the UK, you know, coming out and talking about how the the UK Heart Association is specifically not talking about the heart disease, you know, and the the heart inflammation that is, you know, coming by way of these COVID vaccines and calling them out. And then now he's been kicked out of the Conservative Party in the UK. Like, you know, he's out on his own. He's He's been a pariah. He's ostracized forever now. Even though that we know that myocarditis and pericarditis, you know, like like these are real stroke now, very real. The FDA and CDC are looking into these or they're possibly going to be warning labels on, you know, these, you know, air quotes, therapeutics and vaccines, you know, now because of it. So not, he wasn't saying anything that wasn't true. It's just the inconvenient truth. He's fired over it. And you take the Australian, you know, public health minister, like the top cheese in Australia, the one who is forcing all of these vaccines upon people, she and her wife, they have um, vaccine injuries because of all it. And now she is on the side of, you know, these should be taken off the market. You know, not only that is you have the Japanese health minister and two other very prominent health ministers and professors in Japan also saying that these MNRA vaccines need to be pulled off and immediately taken off the shelves. You know, you also have um, some of these, you know, doctors that are these public figures, you know, in the United States on places like CNN, I can't remember her name. You know, but she's recently come out and admitted that, you know, cloth masks are, you know, completely useless and mandating these these cloth masks were just, you know, strictly for visual appearance only. They actually didn't do anything. You'd have to have those N95s or better to actually be doing anything. So every single person, all of us who wore a face covering, it was just a measure of control and a visual reference. Like it, it actually tangentially did absolutely nothing. So when you think that you're doing something like it's been widely proven and accepted that it absolutely does nothing to be able to help specifically with COVID-19. So very interesting, you know, but her most controversial statement now is, and we kind of need to peel this back a little bit. I don't know 
if everybody remembers, you know, when they were like, well, you know, like millions of people are going to die, you know, initially. And then it was like a fraction. It was like, you know, 5%, 10% of the number that they they had, like they're in their models. So like five or 10% of the actual people who they thought were going to die of COVID actually died. Now she's saying that they've grossly overestimated those numbers because of their counting the people who died with COVID and not because of COVID. And that actual number is about 30%. So if we just like really quickly do some math and use basic numbers, if they said 100 people were going to die and about 10 died, let's give them the high end, 10 actually died. What's a huge margin? That's a vast difference. But now she's saying it was actually only 30% of that 10 who died. So it's three. So we're actually really talking about the actual number was three and the projected number was 100. Now you multiply that, you know, by the 7 billion people on this planet. Well, that is a huge number, an absolutely huge number, because when we're looking at actual figures, that is 0.3% of what they thought the actual number was going to be, 03 And this is something that people like me and a lot of other people from around the world have been screaming and saying that it doesn't matter whether or not these vaccines actually cause harm. They just aren't needed. They just legitimately aren't needed. Because you have to remember that that 0.3 of people doesn't even necessarily guarantee that the only thing that they died with was COVID. Because they just might have not have died of a a comorbidity. They also might have died in a a car accident or something. That's what she's saying. The number is like strictly that they had COVID no matter how they died. It got, you know, counted as a COVID death. And that was still only that 5 or 10% figure. So even with the extremely padded numbers, but within that 0.3%, 0.3%, people still could have died in natural causes because of age, but they happen to have COVID at the same time. Because we do know that that is a huge factor of this is that it really just affected people who were old, not people who are young. So just a natural par for the course of life. And the only thing they had was COVID. But that would be an actual true COVID death. But you can see how that 0.3 isn't actually even 0.3. So how low does that number really go? But they're still pushing these vaccines on people that, you know, you have all these top cardiologists like Dr. Asim Mahotra that is screaming around the world about how like these MNRA vaccines are, are should be immediately pulled off the market. And the amount of harm that's coming by way of them far substantiates the claim of being able to pull these off the market because they just aren't safe. We know that they don't prevent transmission. This is being admitted by Pfizer executives themselves, widely accepted. And we know that natural immunity is even far better and greater and more robust and longer lasting. On top of that, we know, and it's been widely accepted now by all these virologists who have been saying this from the beginning, that the last thing that you do during a pandemic is start vaccinating people because it creates subvariants, which that is what we have seen. 
what are we on, like number nine or 10 or 11 or 12 of these subvariants now? And now we have subvariants of subvariants. And when do we just let it go? And at the World Economic Forum, this shit organization that's meeting in Davos right now with all the world leaders, you have these CEOs of these pharmaceutical companies that are even talking about how COVID needs to go endemic, even stripping away that pandemic status. So when we look at things like this, it's like, what the fuck are we still doing? Why is there even a narrative around COVID right now? Not to mention that you have you know, gentlemen like Ron DeSantis right now that is assembled and has a grand jury approval to start going after these companies because of how dangerous these products were and how they've lied and they manipulated and they pushed these into the market under this guise and this cloak of the emergency use authorization. That's what they've done. So you're going to start to see how that is going to shift because, you know, when you have these these states with resources to be able to go after these companies and you've had you know other senators and other republican you know leaders in the united states pushing this from the very beginning like ron paul and jim jordan and the all these gentlemen that have been you know really avid you know um anti-lockdown we can do this a different way, saying that we don't necessarily need to vaccinate everybody. We don't need to lock down everybody. We don't need to destroy our economy. And I even posted something last night that, you know, the Fraser Institute has come out a report now that clearly has highlighted all of the harms that have come from these lockdowns and all these ridiculous COVID measures and how harmful our response was to COVID in contrast to what COVID was. Like it just crushed mental health. It crushed education. It delayed learning and speech in young children. It created a massive amount of anxiety and depression in people. But the, the crazy part about this is, is there's still a vast amount of air quotes leaders in this world that think that they did a great job and everything that they did was warranted. Think about if you were one of the people who is not allowed to see a dying parent or the parents who weren't allowed to see dying children in the hospital and they had to do it by Zoom or by phone because they were not allowed to be around those people. And we can't even say that, oh, it's because, you know, you're being a Monday morning quarterback, Blake, and, you know, we just didn't know that. No, you're talking about it at a time when we did know. After the first three to six months, we did know. There was a lot of data there and you can follow places like Sweden and Florida, you know, and all these people actually just looked at the data and said, this is what it is. You know, because now in Canada, we are, we are going to be going through a recession and in BC, it's predicted that because we have followed those absurd fucking policies religiously in BC, our leaders bought in hook, line and sinker that BC is going to be the most heavily impacted you know, by this recession. And then you have places like Florida who didn't adopt all these policies that we did here in Canada and specifically in BC as a thriving economy because of it. We could have done the same thing in BC because BC, beautiful British Columbia, our hashtag, 
Come live outdoors. That could be also our provincial slogan. Come be outside. Come live outdoors. This is what we do. Rain or shine, people are outside. Welcome to Canada's playground. We had an opportunity to be able to do things different, but we have failed leadership that took us down that road. And they are still to this day trying to take us down that same bullshit path because they're not willing to admit that they were wrong, which is the number one sign of poor leadership is when you can't come out and just say, you know what? We didn't know. I was scared. I didn't want to let you guys down. I didn't want to be accountable for a massive amount of people dying. So I erred on the side of caution, even though I knew that, you know, maybe the evidence was going the other way. I still wanted to, I I was still so nervous about making a wrong decision. I felt paralyzed. Fucking everybody would sympathize with that. Everybody would. Because that is, that is a human response. But they're not willing to do that. It's fucking poor leadership. Absolutely poor leadership. They should be ashamed of themselves as a human being first and foremost, but absolutely ashamed of themselves as a leader of any of these provinces, states, territories, and nations. So keep your eyes open to everything that's being talked about now because the narrative is really starting to change because you see that even the BBC, CNN, all of these heavily left-leaning organizations are starting to actually report things like vaccine injuries, vaccine injury compensation, myocarditis, pericarditis cases, stroke cases, how masks don't work, how they've overcounted and padded the numbers. Like They're starting to report all these things. So you see the tide is shifting. But the thing is, it takes all of us, all of us to just sit down and say all the people who were, you know, the, the, you know, anti-vaxxers might have been a little bit right, but you don't have to admit that. You just have to admit that you might have been a little bit wrong and start to change your opinion so that we can collectively come back together in the middle and say, look, we need to ultimately now figure out how we will never do this again because we already fucked up really bad. How are we never going to do this again? <laughs>